Welcome to this episode of Scale is Needed. Bowie the dog, everybody. Bowie the dog. If that sound doesn't disgust you, then you clearly don't have dogs. <laughs> Actually, I guess it's not really the sound of him drinking water that's disgusting. It's the sound of him at like, or really it's Sunny that does this, but maybe two o'clock in the morning, I'll wake up to this like weird sound and I'll, I'll identify it as Sunny just licking his own butthole in the corner <laughs> and making, literally making, mm. <laughs> well, mm. Sonny is so much more sensual. Just mm. enjoy a delicious peanut butter sandwich. Just <laughs> or like it'll be six o'clock in the morning, and Bowie will wake up, and he's like, "Hey guys, my butt itchy." <laughs> 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 Like he's enjoying a delicious peanut butter sandwich. Just, he just starts like chewing on his like his like thigh, <laughs> thigh, and soon to be missing nutsack. Soon yes. to be missing which for those sack. of you who not uh, who are uh, only listening to the podcast, my microphone right now looks pretty janky. The cover on it looks about the size and wrinkly texture of Bowie's current nutsack. Yes, yes. just yes. needs a little bit of hair on it. Yes, yes. it does. Mm-hmm. Slightly fuzzier because the thing mm-hmm. about about is it this is that Bowie's nutsack has <laughs> just been removed and put on here as a microphone cover. I would I believe it. You know, we've if always me, been missing. It. We've always been mm-hmm. missing uh-huh. one of these pop filters and I think that's what I'm going to do with <laughs> Bowie's nutsack. I'm going right to turn it into a pop filter. <laughs> just so he knows. Just so like, he knows who's boss. <laughs> you might as well make a little baggie out of it rather than just leave it there. Yeah, coin purse. Exactly. before we get kicked off on this episode yeah i do want to shout out to everybody that has participated in this sweet pre-sale for yeah. sneaky fit gear and some nice. brp gear now uh, it's my understanding armin that if someone were to buy some of this sneaky fit gear and that they were to also attend the crossfit games and they were to find you that you would take a picture with them wearing that gear absolutely okay 100 percent, and it'll get to you before the games i know yes. it sounds strange to say that because we're only like three weeks away from the crossfit games yeah yeah but it will get to you before the games kick off. Man, I hope you can back that up, Armin. I really I do hope, hope I can back that up because it's a hard that sell. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we we have right now. You guys are probably listening to this. It would be Monday morning, Monday the fifteenth, and the presale was supposed to end on the twelfth. But a lot of people have been buying this shirt. I'm really actually nice. super surprised. <laughs> people really like the sneaky <laughs> fit stuff. So uh, it's going all the way to the seventeenth. Wednesday the seventeenth is going to be the last day to pick up. Some sweet gear. And like Kyle said, yeah, yeah. which I didn't pay him to do at all, haven't yes. paid him a single cent no. ever. No, in fact, if anything, I'm losing money on every time I, I plug it. <laughs> yeah, this, this, my this time is extremely valuable. Yeah, my time with this podcast has been a money-losing endeavor for me entirely. Yes. I've spent money on it, nothing coming in. So no. We're just trying to help Armin out. It's been a hard year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just trying to help me out, and then and then I enslaved them. Mm-hmm. It's been great. Um, but yeah, you can you can pick it up at ArminHammer.tv. There'll be a link in the description of this video. Maybe there'll even be like a little like right there Ooh. that you can click on. I don't know if I can actually do that, yeah. so we'll figure it out. But don't add it until now, just because I don't <laughs> want it to just <laughs> perfect. Now it's right, and now it's right. Uh, and yeah, it'll it'll ship before the before the games. Are, so you should have it in your hands. And the last day to buy is the seventeenth, so that's Wednesday. Also, the day that I'm leaving for Europe for two mm, weeks no. before the CrossFit Games. It's going to okay. be a really strange July, guys. Okay, Tell me more about this Europe. Yeah, yeah. Katie and I Where are going, is it? It's North uh, of Africa. Correct. Uh, Katie and I are going to, or just really far south of Africa. Mm-hmm. True. Katie and but I how are going do you distinguish to, it from Asia? I never understood that. There's an invisible line. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and what is Eurasia? Is it a thing? Well, my Asia, it's probably similar to your Asia, right? <laughs> That's a good point. Kate and I are going to Greece and then Armenia. My Asia is Southeast Asia. Which Asia is yours? <laughs> Am I allowed to say the Orient? <laughs> no, not at all. Well, as someone from the Thanks, Orient. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I'm a real. <laughs> all I know the difference is I'm a PN, European, everybody's a PNP. And the there's another one for Chinese that's different that also involves urine, but I forget the rhyme right uh, now. And that's the main difference is the two different rhymes about urine. Yes. That's how I distinguish the continents from yes. each other by that invisible line. Which one are you, which one more describes you? Which is your truth? Yes. Well, also, I've seen London, I've seen France. I've seen the Queen in her underpants, I think. I don't know. In particular, I don't know how if there's a specific Lo- ending or many endings to that. You're I, I, I know. I know. Every time you come around, that my, my London London Bridge is going down. There you go. Mm-hmm. That you're, was that Fergie song. You're American when you go into the bathroom. You're American when you come out of the bathroom. What are you when you're in the bathroom? European. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. I love That's that. A one. Classic. Yeah. So Katie and I are going to be in Greece and and Armenia. I have a cousin that's getting married in yeah. Armenia. Beverage break. <laughs> Coordinated. Mid-sentence. <laughs> I was talking for a really long time. Coordinated beverage break. <laughs> this episode's going great. What Chase isn't here, apparently Chase is like the magnetism that holds any sort of any sort of order to this chaos. And Chase is in Belize right now. Yeah, yeah. Belize that, you know what I mean? Belize. Yeah, he's taking some... Some very Instagram-worthy photos, and he's posting them to his Instagram, at Chase504, if you're yeah. not following. I got you, Chase. I mean, if you were that handsome, you'd also be doing the same this thing, you know exactly. what I'm talking about? If I could pull off a hat or, like, being on camera, I would do both of those things. <laughs> but until then, I'll just take pictures of other people. Hey, listen, I'm very <laughs> far away. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, uh, it's not so much about where I'm going, right? Because I went to Gre- I'm going to Greece, I'm going to Armenia. That's mm-hmm. happening for the two weeks before the CrossFit Games. It's where I've been, mm-hmm. guys, mm. because oh. I just got back a few days ago from a to hell and back. whirlwind tour of some of the fittest places on Earth. Yes. <laughs> One of which is Fallon, Nevada. Wouldn't have guessed it. Nope. Never would have guessed it. Not that is, the top uh, of my list if I'm picking bit, fit It's about places. an hour outside of Reno. Mm. It is, it is even hour. less likely. It is home to... Uh, uh, the fittest cowboy on earth, mm-hmm. Mr. Sean Sweeney. Okay, yes. I was about to say Donald Cerrone, but sure. Well, not the most dangerous cowboy on most earth. Most dangerous cowboy. That's yeah. true. There you go. That's true. Uh, yeah, so Sweenster, the big Sween, mm-hmm. he lives in uh, Fallon, Nevada, and he was doing a, he was doing like a little games mini camp thing over the weekend uh, right after July 4th, and I went out there for that. And it was uh, it was legit. It was gnarly. Yeah. Sean is in really good shape right now. Now Sean has secured his spot already for he, the game. Yeah, he got his spot in January. Yeah, yeah. he was one of the first. Mm-hmm. He got a spot uh, at the third sanctioned event, yeah, yeah. in Cape Town. Cool. And so, well, were there other qualified people out there training with him? Uh, Actually, no. So he didn't have any other like games athletes mm-hmm. uh, competing with him. What he did was he brought in, uh, you know, like a couple dozen, you know, like just maybe it was like twenty five people. <clears throat> Um, but there are various people like members at his gym, other people he's trained with in the past, other parts of his team, um, people who are, uh, with the same coach he has, Jacob Sipkin mm-hmm. and, uh, all of them basically banded together to like suffer with him 
over the course <laughs> of three or four days of just mm-hmm. crazy amounts of training. Did they do any weird shit where like he was wearing a vest and no one else was? They, or anything well, like that? Well, they did that last year. Yeah, yeah. They did that last year. This year, instead of doing that sort of thing, he would just do, uh, you know, so there, there, there are a couple people there that can push him at certain things. Like mm-hmm. there's some people who are like really good at gymnastics and mm-hmm. there's some people who are like really strong. So if there's that sort of thing, they, so they tag out and work out, they would basically like mm-hmm. put them right next to him and force him to go head to head with someone who's like really good at this one specific thing nice, per nice, workout. Nice. It's really interesting. Uh, they did maybe like 16 workouts in the three days that I was there, mm-hmm. like the two and a half days I was there. It was, it was crazy. They, they put a lot of work in. Yeah. A lot of work in. Yeah, it was like a whole CrossFit a, Games right there. It was almost like a whole CrossFit Games. Yeah. Reminds me, we did a piece several years ago on a uh, jiu-jitsu gym, Atos, which is a big jiu-jitsu gym that wins a bunch of things. And they're a big, big, bad jiu-jitsu guy. One of the best jiu-jitsu guys in the world is Andre Galvao. And he, when he was in prep for Worlds, one of the hardcore training things they were doing was they would just throw a black belt at him, but just in a continuous rotation of like fresh guys, like every two minutes. Jesus. Should we get a fresh guy? guy and then a fresh guy and a fresh guy so there's always some <laughs> fresh guy going at a hundred percent at him and he would just have to keep pushing through and jujitsuing them the whole time so that's what i'm imagining with sean sweeney is what i'm saying is like he has to do gymnastics against a gymnastics person oh yeah. shit imagine uh, weightlifting against a weightlifting person who's fresh okay imagine him doing see. a chipper where every time he moves to the next stage in the chipper he faces another uh, another uh, another specialist they did that with dan bailey didn't they years yeah, ago on that did. one video where it, like, he had to do like five girls four. or four girls Girls, yeah. and then it was a fresh person every time yeah so he basically did it was him doing four girl workouts back to back mm-hmm. to back to back versus four people subbing in like a mm-hmm. relay yeah um but yeah the his training was i mean he put in a lot of work and he went to some really deep dark places in those workouts yeah, oh, yeah. so he he really went wild it was, it was it was cool to see and he looks like he's super healthy and fit right now yeah, yeah. um you know one of the one of the things we saw him do uh, he did this work. We did this workout. It was like a 20 minute AMRAP of this really big barbell complex. It was mm-hmm. t- the complex is kind of, it's big. It's five power cleans, five front squats, five shoulder to overhead, five back squats, five shoulder to overhead from the back, and then another five power cleans. So it's a 30 rep complex. Mm-hmm. So it was AMRAP, 400 meter run, and one of those complexes. And he got like seven rounds. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? That's, that's several reps. It's a lot of reps. So I mean, many reps. He was he was booking it yeah, really yeah. hard on those workouts, and I mean, it was he was really pushing the pace on on every single thing that that he did. Mm-hmm. It was really impressive to see him. He was he. There was a couple times where he literally just emptied the tank, where he was just puking his brains out. Never mind. Was he suffering from some sort of knee thing or something at the yeah, games last knee year? And hip. Yeah. Well, in, yeah. In fact, last year at regionals, 2018 regionals, the first squat, the first full squat that he had done all year long was the first squat clean at, uh, uh, during mm-hmm. Linda at regionals. Mm-hmm. So he just he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> fingers he, crossed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really was like a fingers crossed. Moment. So yeah. is he, how is he doing now? In He's that healthy. Department? He's, he's, he's good. He he's squatting. squatting. Yeah, he's squatting. His strength levels are are about mm-hmm. where they've were like the best they've ever been, if not slightly better. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's moving really well. Shit, this is this is Sean Sweeney's year. Sweeney's gonna Sweeney's gonna definitely. I think he's gonna be a a a, a much better Sweeney than we've seen in the past. Like yeah. a healthy, a healthy, aggressive Sweenster. I am rooting for him the whole the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very thick. I bet he is. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. he's dense. Sweet. I like his big hands too. He has gigantic hands. Gigantic oh, hands. Oh yeah. Hook, grip, hook grips the outside. He can the hook grip. Collars, yeah, he can so. hook grip the sleeve. He probably of a has a big old wiener then. Don't no, no, absolutely. No. No. Tiny wiener. Tiny wiener. Okay. Yeah, tiny wiener. Really oh, big man. hands. Because you would have thought, but here really, you are. Yeah. Really. Let me know. I don't know. So, everything. so many jerks off. It's just with a couple fingers like this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's it it makes it the the just right there in the middle of the episode makes it real hard for him. To, <laughs> yeah. It's all good content on either the perspective. Side. That, that, that's that that's that what I'm here for. I'm I'm here to scare <laughs> off normies. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to make sure there's a steady clip of things which scare off normies the, for this podcast. This it, podcast up, is for the real people in the back. <laughs> the, the, you the fucking sellouts. The unfortunate the thing is that it's not just that he has a tiny penis, but that his gigantic hands make his already tiny penis look even smaller. Oh yeah, that so would happen really that way. It's tragic yeah. it really is tragic but he's super fit so yeah. it's like you know you, you give and you take you give and you take you give and you take uh the other place that i visited bt dubs in case you were wondering mm-hmm. uh it's a small town it's not actually that small maybe like fifty thousand people live there uh, about an hour outside of nashville tennessee it's called cookville <laughs> i have not heard of it never no. heard of it it sounds right? like a tiny garbage place where no fitness could exist uh <laughs> you would think that <laughs> just based off the fact that no one had ever heard of this place until about 10 years ago. Uh, but yeah, there's some dude there named Richard who's very good at It's not a fit CrossFit. name, first of all. No. Not a fit name. I've uh, known several Richards. None of them have been fit. You heard me, Richard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so I spent, I spent about, I spent one full day and two half days on either end so like mm-hmm. an afternoon a full day and a morning with uh with rich froning and the mayhem crew mm-hmm. and i don't know how to describe that experience the, the rumors you've heard <laughs> about it's, 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 it's too I, bad too bad you're on a podcast yeah. where you're required to do <laughs> so in some form or thank fashion. god yeah. <laughs> uh I, I don't know like is saying everything you've heard is true like the Han Solo, uh-huh. it's all true. So is it the is it the level of in what metric of extremity are uh, were you most aware of going in that was immediately confirmed upon? Is it the intensity? Is it the volume? Is it the attitude? Is it the what's what is the thing? It's the volume. I think is yeah, the yeah, number yeah. one thing that stands out. Now, not only is it excessive. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly excessive, like yeah, yeah. in the basest, most, most agreeable definition of that word, okay. their fitness is in excess of what is required. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is they do all of the fitness that is required and then they do more fitness, way more fitness in excess, in excess. And not only is it excessive, but they are very well aware it is excessive. Then Here's, why do it? Because it's what they know. Okay. That's that is it's as simple as that. It's just what they know. And uh, here's what I mean by that. I showed up on a Monday afternoon. The previous weekend, uh, right after July 4th, the 5th, and the 6th, they had done a train with a rich weekend mm-hmm. in which, in case you're wondering, by the way, the plan is, quote unquote, bury them. Right, because people pay a lot of money to show up and train with Rich, and Rich's Rich's response to that is, "You're gonna get to train with me." <laughs> and uh, and the sort of like team. First meeting, of all, did you get to, to hop in, participate a little bit? I did some fitness with them. Okay. Yes. There's no. There's no chance. How was your help. volume? Was it excessive? No, my volume okay. was actually normal, on point, spot what on. I did. I'll, I'll explain. And, and I did the same thing in uh, in at, in uh, uh, Fallon with Sweeney. Uh, they were doing literally 
15 workouts. I think I did three. Yeah, I mean, it sounds to me like you had the chance to nut up, and but you you just I, decided no, I, to not. I used I used my noggin. Yes, I used the noggin, yes. the good old nog. Uh, Work smart, not hard. That's right. So anyway, so uh, they spend the weekend, right? A lot of people come in and they have this expectation that it's going to be volume, it's going to be intensity, and so mm-hmm. they provide them exactly that. They provide them volume and intensity. They just they go over to the whiteboard and they just add a zero after the rep number. <laughs> Sometimes it's like that, dude. And I'll explain. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> they had just spent this entire weekend running every single person who had come for train with Rich into the dirt mm-hmm. on purpose because that's you know that's part of like how they train, but yeah, it's yeah. also like mm-hmm. you know they're getting what they came for. It's like that scene in Little Shop of Horrors where Bill, where Bill Murray goes in to see Steve Martin, who's a sadistic dentist because he's a masochist and is sexually aroused by having his teeth tortured. It's sort of that same relationship. That's what you're saying. That's Continue. basically what I'm saying. And so. Uh, they the team hadn't had a rest day. Usually the team not not counting Rich, by the way. The team mm-hmm. usually rests on Sundays, but they mm-hmm. hadn't had a rest day. So on Monday when I got there, they were taking what Rich considered to be a rest day. Mm-hmm. Which meant that in the morning <laughs> they did a workout that had See already it seems to me like that's not a rest day. No. Because it starts with a workout, you see. Yeah, it starts so with a workout. Got it. Right there. It starts with You're a workout. Already working out. It starts with a workout that had uh that, that had thirty rope climbs and about sixty snatches of ascending weight across the board. On that a was rest their day. morning. That was their morning okay. session on the rest day. And their afternoon session was what I caught them at, which was they were swimming at the lake. And uh, I don't know if you guys seen the videos. Uh, there's like this the slidey thing or what? Not that. That's at oh, that's yeah. at uh, that's at his dad's house. Oh, that's right, at Froning's right. dad's okay. house. Um, there's this video. Uh, I think maybe Sarah Sigmund's daughter is in it. But it's basically like one of their members has a lake house, and he uh, he was like a really a good rower. He he put, he did uh, what's the single row skull? Sure, we'll call it whatever. Whatever. So he <laughs> did that the, thing. He sure. did that thing. Yeah. That. And uh, and he has this great outdoor gym at his house. He's like super cool. So he like. You know he boat he buoys out he like creates a buoyed course for mm. them so they come in and train whenever whenever they're around and wants to want to get some for swim. the afternoon session they're swimming they're like I'm like well that's cool they like can swim around just get some active no, fitness. They, it's like no he buoys a course and then yeah, they fucking do they laps do, they did like maybe four three thousand to forty five hundred meters of swimming yeah uh, with kayaking in the middle of it just for just for an afternoon rest day you know so. Uh, Yes, the volume, mm-hmm. the volume, and I thought to myself, "Wow, they really are working out a lot. They worked yeah. out twice today, including a lot of rope climbs and snatches and some swimming." Oh, but this, this is was the, bananas. so already you were like, "This is a lot of volume," and this was their rest day. Here comes Tuesday morning. <laughs> so, so you stepped out of your rest day distortion field and that's into right. mainline Cookville. Yeah, boom. Here's how. It, here's how it I'm works. Ready. Here's how Rich's training works. Um, first, he kicks you in the nuts. It's first thing in the morning. Just sometimes so you it feels know. like that. I imagine uh, it goes something like this: the people who are training with Rich, like the team and uh, Haley Adams and um, a couple other you know individuals or whatever people who are like coming in through town, they show up at the barn uh, at Rich's house, <clears throat> which is his main training facility. They show up at the barn around nine thirty. Rich comes out of the house around 9.30, 9.45, just depends, because he spends the morning with his kids. Um, and he goes uh, into the barn. Everyone's kind of like loosening up mm-hmm. or talking to one another, and he just kind of erases the whiteboard from what they did the previous day. Mm-hmm. And then he starts writing movements. 
<laughs> Occasionally, he'll ask, "What do you want to do today?" Mm-hmm. And he'll take a movement and he'll add it to the board. And before you, he, before he writes down the movements, does he have like a small leather satchel full of bones that he scatters across <laughs> the porch or anything like that? No, there's there is a lot of there isn't quite it, it's not quite as like obvious as that, but mm-hmm. there is a lot of like leaning up against the whiteboard yeah, and yeah. smoldering off into the distance. Is there at least like a staff that's like headed with like some dehydrated gourds that he just sort of rattles at you <laughs> at any point? Anything like that? That's exactly what it's like actually. All right, cool. Anyway, so he asks for movements and you can guarantee that whatever you tell him that you want to do that day, mm-hmm. you definitely will not be doing Perfect. that day. Perfect, good. You're like, he's like, what do you want to do? It's like, oh, heavy power cleans and handstand push-ups. Like, Always oh, good, the cool. first answer, heavy We're power doing a, a echo bike and ski intervals. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, f- fuck me. I don't know why we even asked. Oh, yeah. So he basically writes down a list and it'll be like 15 to 25 movements. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for example, he'll write down like toes to bar, double unders, muscle ups, GHD sit ups, box jumps, box jump overs, burpee box jump overs, power cleans, squat cleans, bar muscle ups. This must be the ups. list from which you'll select the movements you'll ultimately do in the workout. Deficit strict handstand push And he just writes down like basically every movement that you could possibly uh-huh. do in CrossFit. And then he starts like constructing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, just I envision sort of... Uh, uh, Jackson Pollock, canvas on the floor, cigarette in sure. his mouth. Yeah, yeah. On, on a, on a, on a uh, <laughs> harnessed up, floating yes. over the, the thing. Yeah, so he basically starts constructing. Dripping his goo. And he'll he'll put together a couple workouts, erase them, put together mm-hmm. another couple workouts, put together like some movements, and then finally, there's four workouts written on the on the mm-hmm. board, and you have no idea if you're you have no idea is it is this all we're doing today? Is this just this morning? Are these back to back to back? Are is there rest in between? And then he just exits and allows you to interpret. No, so what he does is he writes down these workouts, and the workouts that he wrote down on Tuesday were these. Mm. The first one that he wrote down was 15 muscle-ups, 30, 30 box jumps uh, at 42 inches, 15 bar muscle-ups, 30 box jumps at 42 inches. That was a that was a pair workout where you were mm-hmm. paired with the same sex, so male, male, mm-hmm. female, female. The second workout he wrote was uh, two rounds of 50 synchro wall ball and 50 toes-to-bar, mm-hmm. and that one was male female male female pairs wait so synchro so you're doing all of that yeah okay yeah <laughs> all yeah. of the workouts are you doing all of it oh okay yeah. so the part so the partner one before you weren't splitting the volume the only thing you're splitting are the box jumps on that one oh, okay so <clears throat> then the next the next one he wrote was uh a sandbag over a box uh, so like they had like a forty inch like set up basically the jerk blocks hmm. sandbag over a box two hundred pounds for men one hundred fifty pounds for women it was like fifteen sandbags over the block box thirty box jump burpee box jump overs at uh or for like four rounds or three rounds or whatever mm-hmm. and that one was like so you sort of like one to one right the bag goes over it comes back that counts mm-hmm. as two so you're splitting the work on that one too mm-hmm. and then the third the fourth workout that he wrote was this strict handstand push-up and squat clean combo where it was like three rounds of 40 strict handstand push-ups and 20 squat cleans you can split the squat cleans were like one to one you go i go mm-hmm. and then the handstand push-ups you could split up however you wanted but each round the squat cleans got heavier so he did i think 185 225 275 mm-hmm. just because those are easy plates to put on and off <laughs> of a barbell um so those are the four workouts he had written on the board 
And by around 10.30, the workouts had been on the board. Everyone had sort of like, you know, warmed up, loosened up, and found their pairs and figured out where they wanted to start. There's no sort of like order. You just kind of like dibs, I want to start there type mm-hmm. thing. And then they began. Mm-hmm. And around 12.30, they had finished all four of these workouts in ridiculously fast times with very little rest in between any mm. of them. And then they were like, okay, uh, you guys ready for a little bit of lunch? We'll be back here at like three. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? Uh, Are you kidding me right now? Okay. <sighs> and then when I asked them about, about how they figure out, like how much do you rest in between? Like what order do you go in? They're just like, whatever is open. They just basically set up four workouts in yeah, this yeah. barn and what who they just partner up and rich was with dre and he'd be like okay so we'll do the muscle up box jump one first mm, yeah, and then they yeah. do that one and then when there's like another room open they're like okay we'll do the the bag so it's like there's a set box. amount of volume which is high and it's like eventually just do all the shit that's on this board here's where things get whack mm-hmm. right okay because i asked i was like how much do you guys rest in between they're like oh today we actually took our time <laughs> Today we actually rested as much as we but wanted. Sometimes to. Rich rolls out. He's naked. He has a bottle of Jack Daniels, <laughs> half empty in one hand, and he's like, "Faster!" And he starts throwing chalk in our faces. Most of the time, us while we're working out. Our eyes are burning. Most of the <laughs> we time, can't see anything. We just keep working out. Most of the time, they run the entire thing on a clock, and only <laughs> rest one to one. For however long it took them to do the previous <laughs> workout, they rest that much time mm-hmm. before starting the next workout. <laughs> and I was like, again, mind blown. Because yeah. at this point, they had done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reps. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, you guys are coming back in the yeah. afternoon. Now, was some of it for show, though? Was some of it for the cameras? I asked that. Yeah, I yeah. asked that. And uh, they said no. They said this is, this is normal. That's like normal excessive mm-hmm. volume training. Again... Very well aware that it's excessive. In the afternoon, they came back and they... Also, is it seasonally ramping up in any way because of the games? Is that yeah? This coming? is like, this, this is, is like, more like yeah. This is brutal volume. Yeah. This kind is of, like brutal, yeah, yeah. brutal time of the year. Like yeah, yeah. they're in the heat. They're doing a ton of volume. They're yeah, getting yeah. ready for the games type thing. In yeah. the afternoon, I came back and Rich concocted. So the afternoon was team workouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did. They pulled the worm out of mayhem. They brought it over to the barn and they were doing team workouts with the with the worm and. Uh, they actually, I saw them do a workout that literally buried all four of them. <laughs> I mean, it took them over an hour to recover from the workout that Oof, they constructed. I feel like a great piece of scale is needed video content is coming up with the three of us, one of two of us, six month deconditioned, trying to get through this workout. Hit me, Armin. Let's start. Let's see what. Let's see okay. what we're doing. Let's see so what we're doing, Armin. You, you, you put s- it on the whiteboard. You for stick me. with you. You start off with uh, uh, male, male pair, female, female pair. Okay. One pair. We is, can only do half of that. Yeah, but that's fine. One pair is doing fifty GHD sit-ups. Mm-hmm. Synchro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other pair is doing fifty feet of handstand walking over obstacles. So there's two sets of obstacles. When when one pair finishes and the other pair finishes, they switch. Mm-hmm. So then the the pair that was just doing the handstand walking does the GHD sit-ups. Mm-hmm. The pair that was just doing GHD sit-ups does the handstand walking. When both pairs have finished both things, you converge to a team of four on the worm and you do 50 worm squats. Three rounds of that. 
<laughs> so this workout was 150 GHD sit-ups, 150 warm squats, and 150 feet of handstand walking. Over obstacles. Over obstacles. Oh, okay. And here's what happens when Rich does a workout like this. He doesn't like to wait. Mm-hmm. So when he finishes his 50 feet of handstand walking and the girls are still doing their GHG sit-ups, he just handstand walks another 50 feet <laughs> for fun. He just adds volume. He just adds volume. Uh, and uh, I think the workout took him about 20 minutes, maybe a little bit less. Mm. And they were ruined, ruined uh, for like an hour. And I was yeah, like, yeah. is this normal? And they're like, but no, did- they're like, no, this one, this one got out of hand. <laughs> <This> one- <laughs> This one really got out of hand. That was that was a lot uh, harder than we, than any of us expected it to be. Mm. But weirdly, it seemed like Rich gained energy somehow <laughs> and grew t- grew two inches taller. Is that how it worked? Yeah, he looked ten years yes. younger and two inches taller. He's some sort of he's some sort of energy vampire. I, I do have to ask. He uses workouts to sap them from his uh, from the other. That's why he gathers so many fit people around them so he can drink in their fitness Highlander style. I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually kind of true. <laughs> uh, so in, in this whole time you spent in Cookville, Tennessee, you saw Rich perform many workouts. Is many, that correct? Many, many, many workouts. Um, and he went, you know, he he was, uh, he was took note of his times and performance in the workouts. He did. Along with, along with the times and performance of the other people who were there. Correct. At any point in the weekend, did you see Rich lose a workout? I mean... No, <laughs> not even, not even close. And and furthermore, adding volume to the workout. Furthermore, not only did I never see him even come close to losing a workout, uh-huh. not only was he adding volume in any workout that required him to take even a short break, waiting for another person. On top of those two factors, any workout where he was paired with another person. Mm-hmm was done entirely at the fastest possible pace that other person could hold. <laughs> uh-huh. And he never once looked wrecked by it. No. Not once. He was yep. just like, so they did this workout, uh, the wall ball. Okay, so that's a good example. The wall uh-huh. ball toes to bar workout. He was paired with Tasia. Tasia Perseves, veteran individual CrossFit mm-hmm. Games athlete. Uh, this is their second year on the team with mm-hmm. Rich. She's won the CrossFit Games on a team with him before. Mm-hmm. She's very very fit top like 50 in the world in the open probably even higher than that yeah yeah. she's fit is what you're saying she's incredibly fit she was a gymnast (laughs) and they're doing toes to bar yes Mm -hmm. and they were doing toes to bar to her failure (laughs) because rich would just be like how much more do you have in you because i can go all day so that's why he has so many fit people is because he's just so many leagues beyond fitness wise he just hates waiting uh, in workouts, it's like a genius surrounding himself with only other smart people because everyone else bores him. Yeah, it's like he can only be around the fittest, fittest people because even if he had like normal, really fit people, he would have so much time. He would have to wait in all of these workouts. He needs them to push him. I get it now. Now is is Matt Matthew Fraser? Is he still hanging around the Cookville area? He only lives in Cookville half the year, so a little mm-hmm. over six months of the year he lives in Cookville. Nice. The rest yeah. of the time yeah. he's in Vermont. And he's yeah. actually up in Vermont right now. And yeah, yeah. I absolutely respect that because yeah. Matt's training is slightly different. Um, one, he's going for individuals, so mm-hmm. they don't do as many team stuff. Uh, he, there's no reason for him to do any, as much team stuff, especially going into the games. Mm-hmm. Secondarily, uh, it's really distracting. The The setup that Rich has at the barn is is chaos. It's mayhem. 
I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> hey. I know that sounds like a joke, but mayhem is mm. the best single best way to describe yeah, anything yeah. that's going on in Cookville around CrossFit yeah, yeah. because there's so many people coming in and out. There's so many people training. Even in the barn, there's maybe a dozen people there training, wow. um, or, or eight to a dozen I mean, people like depending a, on time uh, of day. Is there like a dormitory there where everyone sleeps, no. or where, where? How does this? Where, how does this all happen? You just go to the barn, okay, and then you stay there until you're done working out, and then you come back later in the afternoon to do it again. Okay, yeah, right. it's just it, it's like it's it's wild. Uh, it is very much like chaos and Mm -hmm. i think for athletes like tia for athletes like matt that chaos is distracting Mm -hmm. they don't want to be in a space where there's that many other people working out Mm -hmm. even though it's it would be really conducive to them to be head-to-head with rich on a regular basis it just isn't isn't the right place for them to be and now uh tia and matt are actually they're up in vermont together they're training together for the crossfit game so they're the only sort of push that the other person needs Mm -hmm. um the the other thing about training at at uh the barn is that there's like uh there's like unspoken rules mm. right like it's rich's ship and he's the captain mm-hmm. and if you start working out before he gets down there and and puts a workout on the board you've like crossed a a really you've gone over his helmet sure is that is that a phrase in, from in, Spaceballs? Okay, there you've gone over his helmet. That's right. Yeah. The, the penalty is being shot in the nuts with a laser. Yeah. <laughs> Did he shoot anyone in the nuts? No. with a laser. Everyone knows that this is the rule, and no one breaks it. Uh, it it's just like there's stuff like that, and it totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You're there to train Rich's style. Like you don't you don't you can scale workouts, and you might mm-hmm. be able to adjust workouts a little bit, but you mm-hmm. don't change a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You just do you just the workout. Do it. You just you just do what you're given to do. You're there mm-hmm. because he does this thing. And again, I asked him, I was like, don't you think that this is kind of crazy? Like you guys are going to do maybe two workouts a day as a team, like maybe three mm-hmm. workouts a day as a team. And he's like, yeah, it's definitely excessive, but it is what I know. Like this is how I know how to yeah, train. Yeah. And even more wild, everybody was jacked up like mm-hmm. like sore everyone was mm-hmm. really tired and sore uh-huh except for one person <laughs> <laughs> who was not that tired or sore and that person was richard froning oh okay. hard to believe now senior I see or you're junior with it both they oh. were both neither one of them were sore neither one <laughs> of them were very sore uh yeah it, it was it was very impressive it was really really <laughs> impressive yeah Here's an example of another sort of version of workouts that they do. And they, mm-hmm. they kind of go through this this uh, this model a lot. Rich will write a workout. Mm-hmm. And you'll look at it if you're an outsider and think to yourself, okay, that's a pretty good workout. Uh, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2 bench press with one legless rope climb after each set. Mm. And the bench goes 185, 205, 225, 245, 265. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's, that's pretty solid. Except... The way that Rich does workouts, if you see it written on the board, generally speaking, you're going to do it multiple times. Mm. So that workout, he did three times back to back to back with a very with with rest in between. The set rest he used was two to one rest. So it was like two to one. (laughs) He did that workout the first time in 
about four and a half minutes. By the way, doing two legless rope climbs yes. because one would have been too easy. Yes. So he did 30 bench press with ascending weights and 10 legless rope climbs in about four and a half minutes. Four and a half minutes, eh? Four and a half minutes. Rested about nine or ten minutes because he was just waiting for myself and yeah, yeah. a third person to run our way through the same workout yes. or a virgin therein. About the amount of time any one of us would take off like between two rowing intervals. Sure, yeah, yeah. And then he did it again and then yeah. and then waited another ten minutes and then did it again. And that, again, is another common thing that they do. So he'll write this workout and he'll do like a you go i go but instead of like oh we're doing we're doing 30 cleans for time and i'll do one you'll do one uh-huh. the wor- it'll be like we're doing this workout of bench press and legless rope climbs i'll do the workout mm-hmm. then you'll do the workout and then i'll do it again and then you do it again <laughs> and then guess what i'll do it one more time and yeah. then you'll do it one more time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that thing, Armin, when you you go into the CrossFit or you gym, you know, you do a big workout, and as soon as you're done with it, you're like, I kind of want to jump in and do the whole thing over again. And then you do it. And then, you know, you're sitting around afterward and you're thinking, I still got a lot of I still got a lot of spunk right now left in me. I still got a lot of some jitters I need to work out. Maybe I'll do it a third time. So basically he he just has that. You know, he has that, you know, that feeling. Of course. Yeah, that feeling I that live, we all have. I live that feeling yeah. every day of and my he life. he just, instead of, instead of trying to resist that feeling, he just trusts himself yeah. and he goes with it. It's I how I am. He, Rich Froning is with <laughs> fitness the way I am with double stuff Oreos. Yes. Some people think you eat one, one third of an entire family pack of double stuff Oreos. No. You'd probably be done. Then they would, they would resist yeah. the temptation to eat the other two columns. No, I'm going to rest for about five minutes, yes. which is about how long it takes me to eat that yes. first third. And I'm going to do it again. It's like an I go, you go, except I'm the only one eating the Oreo. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely right. Yeah, it's... Uh, Yugo is a fantastic car. Oh, there you go. See? Boom. Yugoslavia. Uh, you know, Top-level top engineering of that country. Mm-hmm. You see them around today; they're running just fine. It's so true. it went well, is what I'm saying. Okay. I got a lot of content uh, featured that, in the film Dragnet. Oh yes, that mm-hmm. bench press the other day. That bench press rope climb workout, by the way, happened after like 40 minutes of running intervals, which is what happens on Wednesday mornings. <laughs> you run 40 minutes 40 of running minutes intervals. Of running intervals, huh? Yeah. 40 about, minutes of running intervals would put me out of commission for a month. Yeah, about 7k running. Uh, over the course of about forty minutes. Ugh. Yeah, it, which includes like uh, wait. Distance. How are those? How are those intervals rather than just run seven k in forty? <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was like a twelve hundred meter run, which is twelve hundred meters is like around. There's like a trail that goes around part of his property, so it's twelve hundred meters. It meets back up at the the driveway, and then it was a one hundred meter uphill sprint up the driveway, one hundred meter walk. 100 meter uphill sprint up the driveway. 500 meter run from the top of the driveway to the fir- to the road, mm-hmm. and then four 150 meter sprints mm-hmm. on the road, and then a run back to the barn mm-hmm. times two. <laughs> and there's like some rest built in there, but that was basically it. Yeah. So it's gnarly. <laughs> it's gnarly. It's really gnarly. Like it really is mind blowing. 
the level of fitness that is what's, being maintained in that in that place. What's the vibe? Is there a fun summer camp vibe? Is there a serious Iowa wrestling room vibe? Like, what's the vibe? Are they having fun? What's going on? There? Everyone's having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, everyone is very. It's like, it's 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 very structured, but the outside outside of the actual training, especially the team mm-hmm. training, outside of the actual training. It's very, very chill, mm. super chill. In fact, I didn't see anybody who trained there uh, who's like a part of that crew. I didn't see anybody get amped up for a single thing, mm. like not once. They were just there was like Jesus music playing in oh, the background, cool, uh, which is basically like uh, uh, pop, like just imagine pop music, Mm-hmm. But it's like imagine, copies. Wait, hold on. Yep, I'm gonna, imagine it. it. It's like copies of pop music, mm-hmm. but with uh, like Jesus lyrics, like oh. very Christian lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could see how you could listen to this all day long because yeah. it's like it's like vanilla ice cream of music, like yeah. super positive. It's just yeah, it's, it's and sending positive energy. It's like oh, is this is this Mumford and Sons? No, it's yeah. this other band. You, you just got exactly to get like that. You just got to get that JC vibe going around. It's like uh, JC. He he suffered on the cross, Every, getting, yes. getting the whip, whip, getting <laughs> well, whipped like, the hell like uh, like uh, Mel Gibson like, portrayed so well. It's like how how could you you know you're, you think you're suffering your workouts is bad? I think of JC and just get I can't of imagine that, that uh-huh. anyone's actually thinking that during the workout, but maybe. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's like is this uh, Natalie Merchant? I know nope. I know one person is thinking that. I know I think that's what Rich Froning is thinking about. I think he's thinking about. You know, Jesus getting getting the crap beat out of him there and nailed on the cross. It's like I didn't that, ask that's him suffering. That question. Yeah. That's suffering. It's Next like that, that. That's why. That's why Next the time. workouts aren't suffering. You should ask him that question. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. Uh, so anyway, there, there's a very chill vibe. No one's getting amped up for anything. Mm-hmm. So they're they're kind of cruising. I mean, like Rich is cruising at like 85 percent capacity mm-hmm. all day. He's just Sick. going all day. And everyone else is like eighty to ninety percent capacity, so no one's really sort of putting themselves into like no one's digging a hole that mm-hmm. they can't get out of. Um, and if they end up doing that, it's like everyone pays the price for it because Rich wrote the workout that digs the hole mm-hmm. and it just ruins everybody's day, which is what happened after that GHT sit up handstand walk mm-hmm. worm squat workout. They were they were wrecked. Mm-hmm. It took them so long to recover from that, and I was like, "Is this normal?" And they're like, "No, that just was way harder than mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be." It's like the things only get out of hand once every thirty six hours here. So, <laughs> so this was the one. Yeah, basically. So we that's, got a we got a good thirty six hours of just insane amounts of work yeah, between this and the next incident. Exactly. That's they exactly little, what it's like. They have a little bored. Number of days. Number except it's number of hours. Number of hours since last workout. They got way, way, way out of control, and it really. There's a third slot, but it never makes it to no. that. See, it's funny. You should, it, there's a there's a video. I, I'll have it edited at some point that'll come out. And I asked, I asked, I was like, "What's the toughest workout you guys have done?" And it took them like seven minutes of going back and forth, and they still couldn't decide on which one it was. Uh. They just kept coming up with more examples of <laughs> workouts that had ruined their day. <laughs> I was like. What? How do you? How do you keep? Like, oh, do you remember that uh, that dumbbell snatch thruster workout? Uh-huh. And like, you know, someone is like, yeah, I remember that one. I don't want to think about that one. Like, <laughs> it's just it. It's all these. They just uh-huh. they just have all these experiences. And the reason why they suck, by the way, is because of how they they do them. They do them where it's like, did you hate it the first time? Are you, you'll like mm-hmm. it more the second time. And if you didn't like it the second time, you have a third shot of figuring out uh-huh. whether you like it or not. Because we're gonna do these workouts so many times. So many times over the next hour. <laughs> Sweet. 
it's 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 pretty wicked. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. I feel like you could get the same effects by just doing some bottom to bottom to bottas. You know, just doing some of those. Those are leg ruiners. You know, these guys are going out of control. Worms and whatnot. I'm pretty sure I could get the same like stimulus. Probably. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. I snatched two forty five. Oh yeah. shit! At Sweeney's, I saw that on your uh, your Instagram. Yeah, and then you failed at two fifty five. Fail like at two fucking loser. Yeah, it was brutal. Uh, <laughs> you here, had a chance to nut up. And that do was two fifty five. That was a that was a really weird experience for me because I don't snatch. I've yeah. snatched outside of, even counting the open. I've probably had three snatch workouts in all of 2019 oh, yeah. i've like snatched three times but you have been fitnessing but i have been fitnessing here and there mm-hmm. uh and they were they set up the sort of like a you know like the speed ladder at the games they set up a version of the speed ladder at, at uh, the games version of speed ladder at sweeney's where it was snatches uh and it was uh you know like they start off with one wave where it's like really light mm-hmm. and you go through it and if you make it through they like reset the weights to heavier they have a second wave so they had four total rounds mm-hmm. And I thought, I was like, wow, if I make it into the third round, I'm going to be pretty happy. Because the second round ended at 225, and I haven't snatched in a long fucking time. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I was like, okay, we'll see how it goes. And I I made it through the second round. I was like, wow, this is awesome. The third round ended at 245, which I haven't snatched in like six years. Mm. Uh, And the weight before that was 235. So the, the third wave, I was like, man, if I even hit 225 again. Like, if I get a second shot at 225 and I make it, I'm going to be pretty happy about that. That's going to be awesome. And I made it through the third one, too. And and by the time we got to the fourth round, the only people left snatching were, like, Sweeney, <laughs> his his uh, chiropractor, Nick, who's, like, this bowling ball, like, jacked bowling ball of a human being, super strong, like, 700-pound deadlift strong. Fuck yeah. And oh, that's, uh, that, I want that chiropractor. One I'll, other, I'll, yeah. I'll get chiropracted by that guy. He's I don't, trust, I don't he's, trust the skinny ones. He's really funny, too. He uh, just grabs you by your ankles and then your neck and just pulls until yeah. your back pops. Yeah. And then uh, like one Incredibles. other one other guy, uh, 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 Chuck, who trains out with with Sean, who's like crazy strong and me. I was like, I don't belong here. This is weird. And uh, that one ended at 265. That was like the last way I was like, I'm not again. If I just get to the middle of this. It was like 225, 235, 245, 255, mm-hmm. 265 was that last round. So if I even get if I get another rep at 225, I'm going to be super pumped. There's yeah. no way I'm snatching 245 again. Yeah. And where in the third round it took me like three or four attempts to hit 245, I fucking smoked it on my <laughs> first shot on that nice. on that last round. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. going on right now? And I almost hit 255. I'm really happy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, the only time I've ever snatched 255, well, I think, was from the hang. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think I've hit 250 from the mm. ground and 255 from the hang. And that was when I was fitnessing so much. I so was like hard. weightlifting like four times a week. I was squatting constantly. <laughs> I was working out like twice a day. Yes. I was in such redonkulous shape back then. I was also a little bit lighter, yeah, yeah, yeah. which makes it more impressive, I guess. But, <laughs> but now you just decided that story. You just decided that hey, you know what's another road to get to the same goal? Instead of fitnessing and remaining lean, just get beefy, man. You're beefy. gonna also hit that same goal, and you're gonna get to enjoy some Ben and Jerry's yep. half and half. Lots. And there's both cookie dough and fudge chunks in Ben yeah, and Jerry's half, half and half. Half baked is the best ice cream yes. flavor yeah, of all that time. Is half par- baked, I'm sorry, you're right. That is part of the uh, the uh, Rich Piana diet, the other rich. 
who even when he was doing the rich keto who also that leads stuff. a very healthful lifestyle very healthful lifestyle <laughs> yes died but, suddenly but whatever, whatever <laughs> he's, he's actually both gluten free and keto right now yes. and paleo exactly he's, he's actually he is a very bulky mummy at the moment God, I hope they mummified him that would be great that would be cool yeah, worth Continue. preserving them in wax. Yes. Okay, anyway. Uh, but or yes, amber like that mosquito but, but in Jurassic Park. <laughs> so he can be recreated later to terrorize two children in an SUV. Continue. <laughs> ben and Jerry's every night for Rich Piana. So I take that as a sign that no matter what diet you're eating, if you eat uh, Ben and Jerry's in the evening, you're good. Yeah, see, the ice cream yeah. flavor is half-baked, and half and half is what you drink with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just down that shit. You put them both into a blender, hit blend, add stevia. <laughs> Speaking sweetness. of blenders. <laughs> Might as well add stevia. Add yeah. stevia for sweetness. How's this for another surprising moment with Rich Froning? Rich is a connoisseur of cereal. Oh. Breakfast cereal. Fucking bet he is, that son of a we, bitch. We went to the, what's we went he, to the what is, What's he packing? What's he packing? Some Honey Nut Cheerios? We what's went, he packing? Some Cinnamon Toast Crunch? What's he got? What's he got in his pantry? We went to the supermarket, and uh, we ended up Smacks. in the cereal aisle. He bought four <laughs> boxes of cereal. Yes. And uh, one was like chocolate Lucky Charms. One was uh, like um, uh, apple cinnamon Honey Nut Cheerios. Mm. One was... Like Oreo O's, mm-hmm. like the Oreo uh, cereal, and there was another one in there. So, so all the healthy cereals, all the healthy cereals, <laughs> the sugar-free ones, not and, refined. And there was not one moment in which he he was like talking through his thought process of uh-huh. picking these cereals, and he was so familiar with every variation <laughs> of every version of these. He's like, man, yeah, this one. This one tastes like Count Chocula. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, <laughs> I've had enough of that. I'm going to move on. Uh, you don't want that. You don't want that. You, the, the chocolate cinnamon toast crunch, it's, it's not good. I was uh, like, how, uh, how often do you eat cereal <laughs> that you know what every single one of these cereals tastes like? It, even to the point, by the way, there was one that was like rainbow unicorn cereal. I was like, you don't want that one. That one tastes like birthday cake. And I was like, how do you know? That you, <laughs> Maybe I, would, I like birthday cake. never would have guessed that you would have tried that one. Uh-huh. Uh, they eat cereal every night. A little bit of a, a, little yeah. bit of a, a carbo. What, what, what is it? Ra- rainbow unicorn cereal. Well, you need that cereal, obviously. For, you, for sure, because you have the, the you have the you know the boner. The, I yeah, I need oh, that. You need that cereal. Yeah, I need that cereal. Yes, yes, you do. You need to get. You should eat Rich some of that every day. Need that cereal. Just, just you need to stay on brand, Armin, by eating so, that cereal every day. So I thought to myself, I was but, like, you know what? I think I could take Rich in a cereal eating contest. Uh-huh. Like my my inner fat kid might be able to pull this yeah, off. Yeah. Your like inner fat kid is a son of a bitch. And Rich was like, you know what, dude? Let's do this. <laughs> Please tell me you filmed it. You're damn right, I filmed yeah! it. Yeah. Except things changed a little bit because okay. Rich needed to have a little bit of protein along with his cereal because this was after the 40 minutes of running and like 6,000 bench press and mm-hmm. legless rope climbs that he did. He was like, you know what? I I, I have to. He said, I can't just have a, a bowl of cereal. Why don't we? Put cereal and milk and whey protein into a blender and make shakes and try and drink those as fast as possible. No, we, you know why? Because that's horrible. Don't do that. <laughs> that's was, way worse than, yeah, than eating that's cereal. Way worse than eating cereal. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's do <laughs> See, this. There's your mistake. And uh, I lost. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sun Tzu's the art of war. Yeah. It's like he who chooses the field of battle is the victor. Some, something, something like something that. Dumb, that's yeah. not a bad still, idea for he, a post-workout shake. It yeah. actually was really I might, delicious. I that, that's yeah. actually the problem perfect was, macros. I'll tell you exactly why I lost. Uh, Perfect macro. 
Yeah, it's whole milk. Yeah, it's whole milk. It's cereal and it's whey protein. And a lot of sugar. The reason why I lost was because post-workout shake. You want sugar in a post-workout shake? We did. We did chocolate Lucky Charms, and the reason why I lost was because. He made my shake first, which means that all of the sediment of the cereal sinks to the bottom and turns into a little sludge. Mm. So it sat for like five minutes while he made two other shakes. Uh-huh. And then gamesmanship. Yeah, he He's definitely he out games Yeah, he out he outgames me. So he yeah. beat me. Well, did but you put it in your it. sneaky fit shaker cup and shake it all yeah, around? I put it in like this like like what I would imagine was like a little girl's cup. <laughs> had like a little. Then he like give you it. like a sippy cup with two little handles on like, either here side. You, kid. Here you go. Now it was great. It was really awesome. Psychological um, warfare. Spending constantly. that time with spending that time at at, at Rich's place was was really sweet. It was mm-hmm. one of the coolest things I've gotten to do in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, and I'm reminded constantly with every one of these athletes. There's not been a single athlete who I've spent extended time with mm-hmm. who's been. Uh, like not a very cool human being. Mm, nice. Uh, so I think that's that's a really that's a really cool little like you know way to to picture it. Just think of some of the coolest people you've spent time with and imagine they're just very very fit. It sounds like a hell of an awesome life living out there, working out a bunch, hanging out, eating shit, bunch of cereal around. I, I mean, really, it checks all the boxes. I can't say the it's cereal bad. boxes. It doesn't seem all bad. No, I'll tell you that right not. now. Shooting guns at propane things yeah sliding down a hill into some sort of reservoir uh of yeah, water that's seniors house yes it honestly does sound like uh, aside from the competitive fitness and getting paid for thing it honestly does sound like the ideal retirement lifestyle for myself mm-hmm. if i can just retire at some point while i can still walk and yeah, move yeah. i think i might just adopt that lifestyle yeah, yeah. cruise at 85 90 percent on the workouts don't go don't push it now. Eighty-five, ninety percent for me might consist of sit to stands, walk around the block. But being on so an excessive amount com. of TRT at the time, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So suddenly we're back, and nothing, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed except there is a bunch of extra stuff on the table right now. A bunch of of shaker bottles, as well as uh, a carafe of water. And the reason why all this stuff is on the table is because we're going to do. First impressions taste test of a new protein supplement. <laughs> and that's not a dick joke. That is not a dick joke. And the reason why we're doing this is because you guys... Because we wanted to this whole time, but Chase refused. But now that he's not here this episode, because he's in Belize, uh, we're finally allowed to, d- to to let the podcast become what we wanted to become this whole time, which is just a live reaction to us imbibing supplements. Yeah, um, and... There's historically some, the dream some is alive precedent for this because uh, at one point in this very Batman, in this very Batman shaker, in this cup. very this very same Batman shaker cup, we all poisoned ourselves. We sure did with the worst pre workout of all time. And none did, of our wieners worked for at least seven years after that. Yeah, so I call it seven years in Tibet. Now, I, I need to sniff this. Is there still a whiff of Full Metal Jacked in here? Is I that hope the not. Last? Let me see. I hope not. No, Thank no, it, tastes, it also smells like chemicals, but not of that variety. Good. Mm-hmm. Now, um, just the good ones. Even better, not only have we done supplement tests before here, even better than that, this is a supplement company that you guys were, uh, right. quote unquote, sponsored by. And I use quote Still unquote, am, so far as I know. Still, yeah, yeah, you guys are professional 
athletes sponsored by Blonix. Yes. And yeah. that's, that's who this is. This is a Blonix product. Blonix has sent uh, their beta alanine before, which I've tried, and it really took my workouts to the next level. They also um, sent you guys hats. I do have I to say that. And shirts, maybe? In all seriousness. Yes, we did get, we got some gear, and I do have to say, Blonix beta alanine, one of the only supplements I've ever taken that actually, you know, worked. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, and uh, one what was the other one. Oh, I had uh, HMB, HMB, which yeah. uh, definitely replaced the BCAAs there because yeah. BCAAs turned to HMB or something like that. Something, I have no idea. Something like, like that. I mean, uh, yeah. for a, for added the recovery, science is still you know, out. I was at, at that time. I was still working out, and I totally had that and recovered well. Yeah. And here's the here's the context, by the way, of this happening. Uh, the the good people at Blonix. Mm-hmm. What's up? So. They heard us talking about being poisoned by... I don't know what that was. That, that was your my phone? phone falling out of my sweatpants pocket. Uh, the good people at Blonix heard us talk about being poisoned by pre-workout. Good. And thought to themselves, this is a crew of people that should taste test our <laughs> new product. Yes. <laughs> and they're absolutely right. You're and so they right. sent me a bag... Of egg white protein isolate. Oh shit! Hey. It's a. Dr- it's like I think yeah. I don't think this is very common. It's I've, a I've egg white. It, yeah. It's an egg white protein. Egg white protein. Yeah. I've never had an egg white protein isolate. It's like a meat protein, but in a bag. Twenty grams of protein, four grams of BCAAs, mineral processing, seven ingredients, and uh, it's tested for banned substances. See, I was wondering why you were being so cagey about like telling us more about this thing, but I've never heard of egg white protein before, and because now a- I want to try it. Apparently, it's not a thing. And says on the back, there's five steps to how they make it. Step one. We extract egg whites from eggs, then use a new technology to now, filter just out to substances be clear. that taste bad. <laughs> just to be clear, we don't need to do that now. They've already done that they've before done it for they us. put it in the bag. That's it's right. not just a bag it's of eggs. It's not a bag of eggs. Okay, good. Good, that's, because that was going to be too much work. That's too much work. We, yeah. have, we don't have Especially time Especially because we were going to have to do the whole thing just using the two-cup system. So then step two, they spray the egg whites to create, quote, an eggy mist that dries into a powder. Eggy mist? Sweet. Eggy mist that dries into a powder. What kind of weird Rube Goldberg machine are they building over at Blonix to try and turn eggs into protein powder? I want an eggy mist at any outdoor venue where you're trying to cool off there. That's so much better because uh, when it's just water mist spraying at an outdoor venue or something like that, you can't then get gains off it when you just wipe it off your forehead and take a lick <laughs> off it. It's just it's just water. It just evaporates. That's this what I'm saying. Eggy Mist is going to be the fitness product of 2024. Every bar you go to on a hot day will be spraying egg mist out of its misters an onto eggy, your hair and face. An eggy mist is what happens when Grandpa discovers Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Armin, you really have no cause to call uh, us out for being <laughs> profane on your podcast. There, you say the worst shit. Chase says the worst shit. You guys are the worst offenders. You guys are the worst. It's because they're old and dehydrated. You get it. Yeah, The image is in my head very well. I think it, the image is in everyone's Armin head. Armin was in the middle of describing the Pee Wee's Playhouse-like mechanisms by which Here we go. Yeah, they yeah, generate three. this protein. Step three: They add an extract from sunflower seeds called lecithin. Which okay. makes the powder mix with water. That's the point. Okay. It like dries into this powder, and this lecithin is what allows it mix to mix with water properly. Step four, they blend that powder with cocoa, cane sugar, and a natural chocolate flavoring, and a little salt, just okay. to get the taste right. And then step five, they add a gum extract from guar bean to thicken the final shake, giving it that real chocolate milk-like consistency. 
and that's the that's the angle here, right? This is a chocolate milk flavored, not chocolate flavored. All right, it is oh, a shit. chocolate milk flavored, and yet egg white. There protein. is no milk. Fuck yeah, there is no milk. We there have water eggs. now. I was given very specific instructions. Yes. To kill, and I don't remember the what president they are. of so the United just, States. We're just gonna go ahead and we're gonna follow the instructions on here. That says take one level scoop, add to eight ounces of water, shake well, and drink. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. It also says though, feel free to mix with any beverage you dare, but this stuff tastes awesome with water. Now it makes me feel like I should try and raid my fridge for like whatever beers we have in there and see if that'll <laughs> work. But you guys are sober, so that's not yeah, a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to divide and conquer. Uh, I could have mixed it with my cold brew coffee, but I'm all out. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. We're going to divide and conquer. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, you guys are going to open this up. First time it's open, this is a fresh this is a fresh situation. You're going to open it up. We're going to find the scoop. Uh, Cliff, you are in charge of exactly finding eight-ounce pores. Oh, shit. Here so we my go. My pants just were covered in an eggy mist. Oh, yeah. The second time so today. So it looks like there's a, there's a measuring cup on that side. If you want to measure out of those and then just pour into the rest of it once you have. All right. So we need three total cups. Armin, you're going to want to edit all of this out. No, no. We're doing, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. There we go. Um, and here's here's I have tried this before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Thank you very much. I have tried this before. And I tried it because they sent me a sample uh, pre a pre made uh, sample, like before they had all the packaging and stuff done. They sent me a sample, and um, I mixed it with too much water. So I'm going to say that eight ounces of water is plenty of water. Once we have all of our waters in here, go ahead. Let's scoop it up. Give me one level scoop in each one, bruh. Now you got to find the scoop. There's there's the magic Always the worst part, finding the scoop. What's your scoop finding method, Armin? I found it. What's Uh, your scoop finding method? I use a sift... Yep. You what I do is I use a butter knife and I drag it through the protein until Smart. it locates. And it, and it just effortlessly goes all the way to the bottom of the I protein. make a fist yes. and I just punch the protein back until it comes up. There you go. I got you, buddy. Oh, that's good. Nice, nice little plop sound. Mm, plop. Mm. Now, we're also using three different mixing technologies. Here's how we're... Here's a, We have one bottle that mixes with this like cone-shaped thing. Now, Armin, is there just secretly just like a laxative in here, and this is your way of getting back at us for killing your wiener that one time by poisoning you with four doses of uh, pre-workout? The only way to find out is for us to see I if it so. makes us poop ourselves. I guess so. The other one uses, uh, this Batman guy uses like a, a it looks like a it, shaker blender it, thing, but on a stick. Well, no, it has a center post, and then the shaker thing just kind of moves up and down as if it's jerking off the post. Sure. That is how it works. And then the last one is just a regular blender bottle. So, all right, we're going to hold on a second. We're going to see if we can shake these guys up. I'm sure this sounds terrible. I'll fix it in post. Perfect. Add a little music. Ow. Just, just add a little bit of shaking music and then speed this process up. Can't tell if this blended. Just gonna keep a shake. I'm picturing the Jeopardy music. I think that might be copyrighted. You can get a knockoff version of it pretty easily. Yeah. All right. I think we're mixed. I think we're mixed. All right. So uh, first impressions, guys. Here we go. Is it the the comparison here is chocolate milk? You guys remember what that tastes like? No, I don't. Hey, 
Yeah. I enjoy it. I yep. enjoyed it you quite like a it? bit. It tastes like chocolate milk. It does taste like chocolate milk. Now, what I'm marveling at, Armin, is when I drink a protein that tastes like delicious chocolate milk, I assume that that protein is full of milk, full of whey isolates. But instead, this is all made with egg whites. And that's interesting. That is actually really wild. Yep. Yeah, not the least bit of eggy taste. No, I wonder so how they get that. Is this technically carnivore? Can I be on the carnivore diet while doing this? It's the it's the the texture is interesting. If I it drink has like this, a milk texture. If I drink this, will Sean Baker follow me back on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. He'll actually just show up to your house. Cool. Naked, covered in <laughs> egg mist, mm. ready for it. You know what I mean? My pants are covered in egg mist. Ugh, how did yours go. mix? Did yours mix good? It makes decent. It makes decent. There's some little chunks in there. Yeah, same. What about you? Same, but I have a feeling if I used a little bit of vigorous shaking, we'd be good to go. Yeah, my mix actually considerably better than I expected it to. I am admittedly not a mixing protein powder with water and just drinking it kind of a guy. Me neither. I always come home post-workout, and it's my little reward for working out to take my protein powder, mix it with a little bit of uh, cream and water and ice, and make a little bit of sh- uh, make a shake out of it. So. So that's what I would do with this. That's what I would do with all proteins. But the problem is, Kyle, you're just delaying so long past the post-workout window. It isn't even a post-workout shake then. Yes. For th- in order to have a genuine post-workout shake, you need to have that shit at the gym right after you but work here's, out. But here's the catch. I am not an athlete, so nothing matters. So Good point. therefore, I can go home and give myself a little reward instead of drinking something out of a bottle in the gym because, and this is important to reiterate, I am not an athlete. I'm a Blonix athlete, obviously. That goes without saying. That goes without saying. Yes, but aside in that, but that it doesn't matter. And I was going to put my hand on the chair, but it's not there. I've got to say that was uh, that was that was that was better than the first time mm-hmm. I tried it. The first time I tried it, I definitely put too much water because I just eyeballed it. I just eyeballed what I thought was mm-hmm. eight ounces, and it was way more, and it ended up being like a watery mess. Yeah. yeah. But actually, that tasted pretty decent. I can uh, I can imagine with milk that actually would taste really good. I am noticing right now just a it's something we were talking about a couple years ago on the podcast, but it's really sort of starting to pop right now. There is just and I'm sure this is selective advertising, but an explosion of ads online for keto versions of indulgent uh, products uh, like it like a uh, keto cereal is the thing i'm getting a lot of ads for right now like this brand doing like keto breakfast cereal i'm seeing ads for like keto cookies and keto this and keto breads and this it's like there is this gold rush into the economy right now to make the shit that people want but make it out of shit that doesn't fuck your body up and so uh, now, I now that I know that egg white proteins are a uh, uh, are, are out there, uh, that that's another interesting one. But I have a feeling in the next couple of years, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to avoid dairy and flour and sugar and just live a pretty chill, normal life. So yeah, yeah. I hope so. I mean, better living through chemistry. I still won't. <laughs> <laughs> But at least the options will be there. What you do is you do that in your work-a-day life so that you can have that one pint of Ben & Jerry's at the end of every single half of your day. There we go. See? There save go. it for that Ben & Jerry's. Well, yeah, two pints is better than one pint, and okay. two halves are in one day. So, right. therefore, ipso facto. Yeah, I mean, uh, we there should reach go. out to those that, those cereal people who make the, the keto cereal. I'd test the shit out of that. Yeah. I'll, or just I'll regular that. cereal. No, we could just no. eat regular. I think you're, I think uh, I have I have a very short off season 
The CrossFit yeah, yeah. Games ends and there's maybe like five weeks before the next season starts. Yeah. So maybe during that season, I'll do like a keto cereal versus non-keto cereal taste yes. test. See that? I feel like you're setting keto cereal up for failure. I think instead you should be like three days into not having carbs and then eat the keto cereal. That's really the ideal condition. I'm going to go keto cereal in oat milk versus <laughs> the non-keto version of it in whole milk. Yes, and we'll see which one tastes better. Yeah, it'll taste like paper. <laughs> <laughs> You just, you cannot compete with sugar. Sugar is like, it's like, bam. Sugar is the god emperor of of blood substances. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's like saying like, oh, I'm going to have a cup of coffee and and meth and see which one, one, if I can feel both. I wonder which one's going to give me more jitters. The the, the meth is going to blot out the the coffee. Really, it's as if the coffee's not even there. It's pretty much going to be all meth. (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) Keto cereal is great. And I'm sure it'll perk you up, but... What you're saying is sugar is meth. Sugar is meth. I believe it. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely believe it. Um, yeah, guys. I think it's going to be it's gonna be a really interesting few weeks. That was, that was great, by the way. Thank you very much, Blonix. Blonix. That was awesome. And to anyone who's watching, we cannot emphasize enough. If you send us shit, we will put it into our bodies on camera Some on this podcast. Will. Yeah, exactly. Whether that's protein or sex toys, it doesn't matter. We will do whatever we need to do to get free shit. Because I like stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. what about a protein sex toy? A protein... Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> so I don't even know where to go on that. I could make. I wanted to make, but none of them... None of them... They would just ruin this podcast. Yeah, none of them are, none of them are even borderline appropriate, so we're going to stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, unlike, unlike, you know, I would say a professional podcast, which would have a plan for how to distribute this product or yes. send you to, like, a landing page where we'd get paid for the product... I have none of that. None of these Literally things. Literally just got a bag of this and told them I'd be happy to do a taste test and yes. mm-hmm. happily just did a taste test and it tasted pretty good. So if you're mm. in the mood for an egg white protein, I think you could probably do way worse than Blonix's egg white protein. I find it to be quite quite enticing and yes. I'll be adding it to my my cupboard full of proteins that I shuffle through. Blonix, send me more beta alanine. Mm-hmm. What what Kyle said. Yeah. Uh yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up, guys. I've I have a whole lot of stuff that I need to do before I can go to Europe for two weeks and then oh, immediately shit. to the CrossFit Games afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to be on the road. Is for this the last weeks. time we're going to be seeing each other for quite a, until after the CrossFit Games? Until after the CrossFit Games. Holy Whoa. shit, that's that's no quite a that's quite a good yeah. chunk of time. I'm gone there, for huh? three weeks. Nerds, mm. nerds. Interesting. It's going to be it's going to be brutal. And that t- is the window still open for Cliff and I to apply to host a stream of the CrossFit Games, and then we'll just live react the whole thing. I mean, Maybe we can pull some strings over there at CrossFit HQ with the connections that we have through you, Armin, and, and uh, we can we can become official streamers on my Facebook page, and Cliff and I will do commentary for every workout. Part of me, part of me thought for a little while that I just wanted to grab the feed and just put it on my YouTube channel without anything going yeah, on yeah. on it, since I'm going to be there in person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like that would be doing people a disservice. I just don't want to be that type of dude. The, well, it would be it's blank. It's blank. There's oh yeah, yeah, just like a clock. There's no, there's yeah. no like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is we get fine. a green screen, we film Bowie in front of the green screen, and we put Bowie on top of it. Tell you what, Armin, what I'm saying Armin. he's adorable. Since since the uh, stream can be viewed in many outlets, there people are going to choose what outlet they want to view it on based on who they want to support. Exactly. If they want to support Arm and Hammer TV YouTube channel. 
then they'll watch it on your channel, especially as to other channels. If there are dogs in like a picture-in-picture window, Bowie, Sunny, Loki, any dog really, but you have access to those three dogs in particular. You're seeing them being cute, and you're seeing the CrossFit Games at the same time. It's a way. It's it's. I mean, it's it. It's 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 good content, is what I'm saying. Just a live GoPro on this living room with dogs in it. Yes, the whole time, picture in picture. Live live CrossFit, live dogs. And Boner the pinata. I guess he'll probably be on the road with you. Is he Boner might coming be. with you? He might be. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. Bless you. Bless you one more time. Thanks, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah, maybe Boner is going to come with me. Maybe, or he could be here. We could just put Boner. Just a live camera on Boner. I wonder if there's a way for me to travel with him where he doesn't get messed up. Very difficult. He's yeah, very. He's he takes up a of, lot of volume. He's made of paper mache. <laughs> he's it's, meant to just take up space. He's literally meant to take up space and be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, we'll figure that out later. Either way, let's get our let's get everyone's social uh, media. Yes, I am at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most central Instagram on the on the internet, and absent is at Chase Five Hundred Four on an honestly probably more sensual uh, and uh, and and exotic currently. Instagram account. It's all mine. relative. Really, always more exotic than mine. He travels more. You know, it's mostly He's me tan. taking pictures of my own neighborhood. Really, I don't like to go outside of it very much. At Mr. Kyle Bogart on Instagram, Cliff. I'm at Cliff Bogart on a sadly absentee Instagram account. And now I think about it, I really should post more. I this past weekend I shot guns and swung around a broadsword. Uh, and so, but I didn't take I feel any like this pictures is great of any of it there. I know, great I, know. Pod, I, I did uh, neither of those things, but it doesn't exist now. It's a phantom thing because I didn't take pictures and put it on Instagram. So I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to make sure to do that. Like, I take feel photos like of you guys should have brought that up way earlier oh, yeah, yeah. in this episode. I didn't so do these things. But that's all on him. <laughs> why? Why didn't we, we, we talk, talk about, about any of this? All right. Bonus non-recorded pod. Bonus non-recorded pod. <laughs> Bonus. Non-recorded I was also pod. drinking coffee at the time, but I don't really think that was a factor in what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV, and again, this is the last couple days where you can pick up presale for uh, the Sneaky Fit and BRP stuff, like the Sneaky Fit ice shaker, the Sneaky Fit shirt, the BRP pocket shirt, That's right. the hat. Buy that shit, motherfuckers. Fine arm. And if you're going to the CrossFit Games, you are missing out That's if right. you're not getting some of that boner content, that boner merch. That's right. That Sneaky Fit merch. Get that Sneaky Fit merch. Get that BRP merch. Let's do this, folks. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Later.